0: we go to Earl's Court, not just a stop on the underground. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited crown jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to www.patreon.com/londonvisited. And now, to this week's podcast. Earls Court is a district of Kensington in the Royal Borough of Kensington-Chelsea in West London, bordering the rail tracks of the West London Line and the District Line that separate it from the ancient borough of Fulham to the west, the sub-districts of South Kensington to the east, Chelsea to the south, and Kensington to the northeast. It lent its name to the now-defunct eponymous Pleasure Grounds opened in 1887, followed by the pre-World War II Earls Court Exhibition Centre. As one of the country's largest indoor arenas and popular concert venue, until its closure in 2014. The area has been long known for its bed sitter land, with many of its staccato terraces converted into studio flats, hotels, and hostels. In practice, the notion of Earl's Court, which is geographically confined to the SW5 postal district, tends to apply beyond its boundary to parts of the neighbouring Fulham area and to SW6 and W14 postcodes to the west. And to adjacent streets in other postcodes as well in Kensington and Chelsea. In 2011, in the last census, the population was 9,104. Earls Court was once a rural area, covered in orchards, green fields, and market gardens. The Saxon Theo Edwin held the lordship of the area prior to the Norman conquest. For over 500 years, the land, part of the ancient manor of Kensington, was under the lordship of the De Vere family, the Earls of Oxford descendants of Audrey de Vere I, who held the manor of Geoffrey de Montbray, Bishop of Countesses, according to the Doomsday Book of 1086. By around 1095 his tenure had been converted and he held Kensington directly from the crown. A church had been constructed there by 1104. The earls held the manorial court where the old manor yard is now, just by Earl's Court tube station, eastern entrance. Earl's Court Farm is visible on Greenwood's map of London dated on 1827. The name Earl's Court likely came from the fact that for a long time the owners of the land were an old English noble family, the Rich family, and they were the Earls of Warwick. When Edward Henry Rich, 9th Baron Rich, 7th Earl of Warwick and the 8th Earl of Holland died in 1721, the assets including the Jacobean Holland House passed by marriage to the Edwards family. The original catalyst for development was the ill-fated Vanity Project by Lord Kensington who died in 1852, which consisted of the two-mile conversion of the Insanitary Counters Creek into the Kensington Canal from 1826 onwards, followed by its eventual replacement first by Mr Punch's Railway opened in 1844 and next by the Metropolitan District Railway between 1865 and 1869. Which eventually became the London Underground District Line and was joined after 1907 by the Piccadilly Line. Meanwhile, the congestion apparent in London and Middlesex for burials at the start of the century was causing public concern, not least on health grounds. In 1837 a decision was made to lay out a new burial ground on the edge of Earls Court in an outlying area of Brompton. The moving spirit behind the project was the engineer Stephen Gehry, it was necessary to form a company in order to get parliamentary permission to raise the capital for the proposal. Securing the land, some 40 acres, from local landowner Lord Kensington and the Equitable Gaslight Company, as well as raising the money, provided an extended challenge. After two years the cemetery was duly established by Act of Parliament and was laid out in 1839. It opened one year later, originally as the West of London and Westminster Cemetery. It was consecrated by Charles James Bloomfield. Bishop of London in June 1840 and is now one of Britain's oldest and most distinguished garden cemeteries, served by the adjacent West Brompton Station. In the quarter century after 1867, Earl's Court was transformed into a loosely populated Middlesex suburb, and in the 1890s a more dense parish with 1,200 houses and two churches. Eardley Crescent and Kempsford Gardens were built between 1867 and 1873. Building began at Earls Court Square and in Longwich Road in 1873 and other places a few years after. Earls Court's only hospital was opened in 1887 on the corner of the Old Brompton Road and Finborough Road. It was named in honor of Queen Victoria's youngest daughter, however, the hospital closed in 1978. Earls Court adds to the royal borough's tally of almost 50 garden squares. For most of the century, Earls Court was home to three noble institutions all now gone. The first and indeed oldest school of its kind, the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art, founded in 1861. It was located on the corner of the Cromwell Road and Earls Court Road until its moved to the former Royal Ballet School in Telgarth Road. The next foundation, dated in 1892, was the London Electronics College, formerly the London School of Telegraphy, which was located at 20 Pendleton Road and in its heyday did much to expand the use of Moore's code throughout the world. Evidently after World War I, Earls Court had already acquired a slightly louche reputation if George Bernard Shaw is to be believed. See his Pygmalion. Following the Second World War, a number of Polish officers, part of the Polish Resettlement Corps who had fought alongside Allied forces but were unable to return to their homeland under Soviet dominance, opened small businesses and settled in the Earls Court area, leading to Earls Court Road being dubbed the Polish Corridor. During the late 1960s, a large transient population of Australian, New Zealand, and white South African travelers began to use Earl's Court as a UK hub, and over time it gained the name Kangaroo Valley. The change in the area's population is largely owed to rocketing property prices and the continued gentrification of the area. The scale of change is illustrated by the economic divide between the eastern and western areas of Earl's Court. Despite fighting fiercely for the exhibition center. According to David Hill in The Guardian, the area's economy has been destroyed by this imbalance and the destruction of the exhibition venue. Earls Court is within walking distance of the High Street Kensington, Holland Park, Kensington Gardens and Hyde Park, the Royal Albert Hall, Imperial College, the Natural History, Science, and Victorian Abbott Museums. The introduction of two underground stations and a mass network of railways trapped in a triangle of land on the border of the original parishes of Kensington and Fulham. After an unsuccessful attempt to build a Catholic school on the site, the idea of expanding entertainment in the area was probably inspired by the existence of the Little Bridge Grounds popular sports facility, just inside the Fulham Boundary, next to the West Brompton Station. The person who was to bring it to fruition was John Robinson Whately, an entrepreneur from Leeds, who used the land as a showground for a number of years from 1887. Whiteley did not meet with business success, but his aspirations for Earl's Court took hold for others to fulfill. In 1895, the Great Wheel, a Ferris Wheel, was created for the International Impresario, in Ray Caffrey's Empire of India exhibition. A plaque in the former Earl's Court venue commemorated some of these events and that the reclusive Queen Victoria was an occasional visitor to the many shows put on at the site. In 1897, Caffrey had the Empress Hall built to seat 6,000 in neighbouring Fulham and he had the Earl's Court grounds converted into the style of the 1893 Chicago White City for the Columbian Exposition. More was to come. Not until 1937 was the Earls Court Exhibition Center opened with its striking art-modern facade facing Warwick Road. A new entrance to Earls Court Tube Station was constructed to facilitate easy access to the exhibition center, including direct entrance from the Underground Passage, which connects the District and Piccadilly lines. This was however closed in the 1980s at around the time that the capacity of the Exhibition Centre was expanded by the construction of a second exhibition hall, Earls Court II, which was opened by Princess Diana, herself a former Earls Court resident. In its heyday, the Earls Court Exhibition Centre hosted many of the leading national trade fairs, including the British International Motor Show, the Royal Smithfield Show, as well as Crufts, the Dog Show, and the Combined Forces Royal Tournament, which gave its name to the public house now demolished on the corner of Early Crescent. The biggest trade fairs migrated to the National Exhibition Centre at Birmingham Airport when it opened in 1988. The longest-running annual show was the Ideal Home Show which was held every April which attracted tens of thousands of visitors. Otherwise it was increasingly used as a live music venue, hosting events such as the Farewell Concert by Take That. At the other end of the scale, it was also used for arena-style opera performances of Carmen and Ida. An early 1940s and 50s bohemian haunt in the Earl's Court Road was the cafe El Cubano, which had piped music and an authentic Italian stream coffee machine, a rarity in those days. It was a few doors down from the bakery, Beaton's, whose only other outlet was on the King's Road Chelsea. Also from that era was the theatre club Bolton's that, in 1955, transformed into the art house cinema, the Paris Pullman in Drayton Gardens. The Troubadour is a coffee house and a small music venue which has hosted emerging talents since 1954, including Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, and Elvis Costello. The Drayton Arms is a grade 2 listed public house at 153 Old Brompton Road, which is also a theatrical venue. The Finnborough Theatre, which opened in 1980, is the neighbourhood's local theatre, Earls Court Village is the center of the British Filipino community, with a number of restaurants including the UK's first Jollibee location, supermarkets, many of which also serve takeaway food and banks. The area also has a police box of the type used for the TARDIS time machine in the BBC TV series Doctor Who. The blue police box located outside Earls Court Underground Station in Earls Court Road is actually a replica of the traditional GPO police telephone boxes they were once a common sight in the UK from the early 1920s. There are some examples of early to mid-Victorian architecture in the Earls Court area. Gardens such as Bramham Gardens and Courtfield Gardens are traditional residential squares, with many properties fronting onto them, and in the case of Courtfield Gardens, traditional cast iron railings around the enclosed gardens have been restored, the originals having been removed on the orders of the MOD in the 1940s for munitions during the Second World War creating a more authentic Victorian ambience. Further west, Kensington Mansions, Neverland Square, and Phil Beach Gardens are built around impressive formal garden settings. Access is limited to key holding residents only. Hidden in the middle of this area is London's smallest communal garden, Providence Patch, built on the site of a former stables serving the surrounding houses, which were destroyed by a German bomb in 1941. A glimpse of the private gardens can be seen. Via an original stable entranceway in Walgrave Road, Earl's Court preceded Soho and Vauxhall as London's premier centre of gay nightlife. Through the number of businesses aimed mostly at gay men has dwindled to a single retail outlet, as Soho and Vauxhall established themselves as new focus. The first public nightclub aimed at a gay clientele, the Copa Cabana, opened in Earl's Court Road in the late 1970s, but was rethemed as a general venue in the late 1990s. The bar upstairs. Harpoon Louis, later Harpo's and later still Banana Max, was until the late 1980s among the most popular gay bars in London. It is now a Jolly Bee restaurant. The oldest pub on the site was the Lord Rangelet Pub, opposite the former Princess Beatrice Hospital, now demolished, that in 1964 spearheaded the local demand for live entertainment. A young, non-gay, male band, the Downtowners, attracted considerable attention. They persuaded many of the local cross-dressers to come into the pub and perform. Thus, the Queen of the Month contest was born. Every Saturday night the pub was packed to capacity. The show ran from September 1964 until May 1965 when the News of the World ran an article entitled This show must not go on. On that Sunday night, the pub was so packed that every table and chair had to be removed. Crowds spilled out onto the pavement onto the old Brompton Road. The police closed the show. Many well-known celebrities were among the clientele and the Lord Ranelay and its incarnations as Bromptons and finally Infinity is considered to have played a role in the history of gay liberation. In the 1970s, it became a notorious leather bar with blacked-out windows, attracting an international crowd including the likes of Freddie Mercury, Kenny Everett and Rudolf Nireyev. The pub underwent several different incarnations as a gay nightclub, the last as Infinity and after its closure, It was squatted, demolished, and turned into yet another local outlet of a near-global grocery chain. The Pembroke Pub, formerly the Coalhern, dates from the 1880s and had a long history of attracting a bohemian clientele before becoming known as a gay pub. A lifelong resident of Earls Court Square, a social activist, Jennifer Ware, recollects as a child being taken there to Sunday lunch in the 1930s when drag entertainers performed after lunch had finished. It also became infamous as a stalking ground for three separate serial killers from the 1970s to the 1990s — Dennis Nielsen, Michael Lupo, and Colin Ireland. It sought to lighten its image with a makeover in the mid-1990s to attract a wider clientele, to no avail, as in December 2008 it underwent a major refurbishment and repositioned itself as a gastropub with a new name. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Earl's Court. A section of London which is well known for its train station but did you know any of the history? If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places that you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, www.londonvisited.co.uk, or through our social media, it's that easy. Thanks for listening and really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye! Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.